Okay, looks like we're ready to get started here. Happy Sunday, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Xbox Roundtable Podcast. And, oh, I'm getting some feedback here. I thought that was muted. Sorry, that was on my end. But, yeah, guys, welcome to the Xbox Roundtable Podcast, and this is show number 235. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is great to have you all here. As we've got a bunch of different things to cover, uh, there was a bunch of news that came out during the week and also some games. Uh, but before we begin, naturally, I'm Invader, and yeah, we got a great show lined up for you tonight as Dusk Falls re- recently dropped, and we'll give you our first impressions and takes on the game. Also, big news regarding Discord features that have made their way over to the Xbox ecosystem. We'll go over all that. Plus some rather interesting news popping up about Platinum Games getting in touch with Xbox. Again, we will touch on that and more. However, why don't I introduce everybody on the panel before getting over to the topics? Just so everybody knows, uh, Tim Dog probably won't be able to make it tonight. Uh, he's on the road, and uh, don't worry, Tim will be with us soon. He's just working his butt off right now, but he will be with us. Uh, but first off, let's start off with Crusader. Buddy, great to see you tonight. How, how have you been? I've been good. I was over on Crossfire on Friday. That was a good show. I held everyone hostage for an extra hour. I do apologize for anyone who watched that. Um, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, played Guardians of the Galaxy this week was probably the biggest one I played. Um, and that is now my fifth favorite game I have ever played. I absolutely love that Guardians of the Galaxy game. It is fantastic. Everyone on any platform should go out and play it. It's on Game Pass, it's on PS Plus Extra, and I'm pretty sure it's like discounted by $30 every time it goes on sale. Go out and play it. Um, otherwise, you know, I've been playing things like, uh, what's that, uh, the Christian God Award? Dante's Inferno. I played Dante's Inferno. That was pretty good. Um, Beach Stray today, and I'm starting Final Fantasy VII Integrade because I got that on PS Plus Extra. So it's been a good week for gaming, for me at least. All right. Yeah, I keep hearing great, like even amazing things about that Guardians of the Galaxy game. In fact, I do have it downloaded. <laughs> I've had it downloaded for a couple of months now. I just, again, no excuses. I backlog, right? And I keep buying games to no end. I have a little bit of addiction at the moment that I need to calm down. But I think Centurion had talked up very highly about that game, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, but a lot of people seem to love it. A lot of people seem to love it. Uh, speaking of Centurion, buddy, hey, how you been? Ah, doing pretty good. It's Sunday night, time to talk games. Uh, let me see, we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that was actually a very amazing game. I was pretty happy with that title, um, especially after coming off of, uh, Square Enix's two blunders with, um, outriders and obviously the avengers game i was very trepidatious of this game and everybody started giving it high praise i decided to check it out and i was definitely very impressed um but for me this week uh gaming i've just been kind of kicking back relaxing dabbling a little bit of eso here and there but mainly uh what i've been gaming on was uh sherlock holmes crime and crime and punishment just checking out some uh different takes on gaming all right that's cool hey you know what? Uh, I know it sounds sounds so exciting, doesn't it? Hey, it's all right, man. Like honestly, I didn't really get to a whole lot of gaming except for today. I kind of have had a busy week. Uh, I 
I saw a, a friend yesterday I hadn't seen in well, a while and uh, played some Stray for like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> so, uh, which by the way, that Kitty Cat game is pretty cool. Not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, actually, as far as gaming goes this week, I haven't gone to a whole lot. Just been kind of kicking back and. I've been getting into the, my uh, Warhammer hobby <laughs> again, and I, I just bought a crap ton of paints and uh, glue and whatnot. So I'll I'll be putting together models probably sometime this next week, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's see, moving on down here, Eric Shockley, brother. How have you been? Oh, pretty good. Um, yeah, just uh, well. I was about to uh, download that strain until I saw it was in the extra tier, so I just kind of bumped that up. But, um, yeah, otherwise, just been getting back into uh, finishing uh, Sonic Origins or finishing the Sonic 3 and Knuckles from that uh, uh, Origins uh, bundle. Um, otherwise, not much other than that. <laughs> just been trying to knock that one out. I keep, as I think we all have this issue where we keep like moving two from game to game mm-hmm. it's kind of like that game pass effect where it's just like ooh, something new got added to game pass let me check that out even though i'm in the middle of finishing a game already <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh trying to finish this one out since i was almost at the end so then i can go back and finish uh final fantasy 10 which i'm still in the middle of that's the game super long so that's hard to knock out but <laughs> but yeah that's what I've been playing this week. All right, that's cool. You know, I can respect that for sure. Um, again, you know, depending on what we're doing with our lives, sometimes you can't get the most uh, gaming in, but hey, you know, you do what you can. Uh, moving on down here, General MLD, my friend. Always great to see you on the Sunday nights. And uh, yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, well, you know, the, just finished as dusk falls. Going to give my impressions on that one. Um, otherwise, just uh, playing, um, uh, like you guys here, I'm bouncing between a few different games at the same time here. Like I'm playing, I got into on Game Pass, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, because, you know, it's like a mix between Need for Speed and uh, Burnout. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying that out. Then also I'm, I'm back on my Borderlands 2 fix. I should have that game beat, beaten within the week. I'm obsessed with that series now. I'm going to move on to three after that. But yeah, yeah, there's always something to play. And uh, yeah, just... Uh, Hey, one game at a time. Well, three, three in my case, but yeah. <laughs> All right, good stuff, of course. I mean, you know, it's great that you uh, uh, got to go through a couple of games over the past week. That's amazing. Yeah, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on As Dusk Falls. I played it a bit uh, earlier today. But before getting into our first topic... Uh, all you listening in, if you could please uh, just share out tonight's show. We would love to see as many people tuning in as possible tonight for our game talk, all the discussions and topics. So please go ahead and share this out. And also remember to hit that like button and sub to the channel as, hey, you know what? As corny as it sounds, I know you hear it all over the place, but it does help with the metrics and, you know, pushing us to get uh, more eyeballs seen on the channel and our videos. So please, you know, if you could help us out, that would be fantastic. But yeah, guys, uh, I think with that said, why don't we kick things off here with uh, some Xbox Game Talk? And this past week, we saw the release of As Dusk Falls. It's an interactive drama from studio 
interior night that explores the tales of two families across 30 years. Wow, I mean, that's that's actually quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's new, it's on Game Pass, so you could also get it in the store. It's available in a couple of different spots. And uh, yeah, it's from Xbox Game Studios. It's, an, it's certainly an interesting narrative game. I know the, a few of the panel members got an opportunity to play it this week. I know Tim did, but unfortunately he's not here tonight. However, General MLD Bud, why don't we start off with you here? What did you uh, think of your time with As Dusk Falls? Oh yeah, overall, uh, I really did enjoy it. Like, I went into, into this game with an open mind. It's certainly like a very niche uh, genre, about as niche as it gets, really. But yeah, obviously, yeah, the, you see the meta score, it's like at a 77, I think, on Xbox. So it clearly is good at whatever it does. It just depends on how on how invested you are into the story. I, I would recommend playing this game for half an hour and see if the story is worth your time. Uh, to me, the story, writing, and characters are on point. It's on par with, in my opinion, like a really like a really decent TV show. And uh, the graphic style is nice. It looks like like a motion uh, graphic novel. So the, that was that actually grew on me the more I was playing the game. So yeah, as I was saying, like the writing's tight. You get invested in the characters. Um, every, there's like there's like like several characters to choose, like the, not to choose from, but that that are fleshed out. And you get to know everyone's backstory and the motivations on what why they do what they do. But I think what I liked most about this game was the the RPG like essence of choice and consequence. Like frequently, like you can't just you can't just it's, it's not a movie. Like despite what the haters will tell you, you have to be holding the controller because there's always a quick time event. Like uh, mash this, do that, whatever. But also, there's choices to make, and there are actually there's a lot of outcomes, like literally several outcomes per chapter. So there's six chapters in the game. Each chapter is an hour long. So for those out there who, who are curious, this is a six-hour game, and my and you get achievements just just for making choices. So for my particular playthrough, I got like 550 gamer score, and you do have the ability to replay certain chapters and make different choices. And in theory. Yeah, rack up a more gamer score that way if that's what you're into. But overall, though, uh, the story it did it did it, it was a hit with me, and I I was hooked from the start to the end. And there are, there's twists, there's flashbacks, there's flash forwards. They give you context. Like it, it, it honestly was pretty interesting from from right from the start to the end. So I do recommend it. Again, guys, it, it's it's niche, but if it's on if you're a Game Pass subscriber. You got nothing to lose. If you don't like it, just uninstall it. But again, give it a try. I, I think people will like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried it uh, a few hours ago, actually, and I managed to get some uh, gameplay to show off on the show, which is great. And I really wasn't sure what to expect because generally I don't connect as well. I'm not usually as interested in these types of games because I guess I just feel like they don't offer a lot of interactivity for me that's just not where my interests are per se and also just the art style itself um however as i within the first 10 minutes i would say mld i mean it starts to get very dramatic you know um because of all the situations that are just taking place like you know there's a lot of um things going on right off the bat and it just kind of, it really hooked me. 
again, you got these two families with uh, two different stories, and everything just kind of intertwines. And I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I, oh, yeah. I'm not sure if... I mean, the, I think the art style is very nice. I think it's beautiful the way that it's done. However, I mean, if, if it was me, I think, like, as far as my preferences go, I think I would have preferred more, um, uh, I, I want to say, like, again, more traditional, not so much the stop animation, but just more like, you know, a more, um, like, flowing game, I guess I would say. However, to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And... I guess I would call this an experimental title, especially for Xbox Game Studios. But I, I gotta hand it to them; it, it's an interesting concept. And, and I, as I can see in the chat, a lot of people like it, and I, I can understand why. Um, yeah. Like, what what do you feel about the art style? Do you think that uh, like is this something that you would normally go for? Do you think it's a hindrance, or or do you really like it? Well, as someone who who enjoys the occasional graphic novel, because yeah, like I, I buy all the Halo Extended Universe, I buy the books and stuff, and there's a fair amount of Halo graphic novels out there too. So if you're familiar with graphic novels, I think it's easier for one to get into it because it, yeah, it's easier to visualize one still picture to the next. Like your your brain can make the connection easier. I feel the more uh, yeah, the more you're you're into that kind of medium. But uh, I mean, just 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 before overall, I, if I could really sum up this game uh, in terms of what uh, my favorite aspect is, it's just it's very personalized because they account for all the choices you make, and they are like they they just go from one one extreme uh, outcome to the next, and and goes on builds up on it from there like a snowball effect. I feel like the the story was more or less my story because it reflected my choices. I, I wasn't just watching this thing along for the ride like. The choices was, yeah, they were mine, and the story reflected that. So I think it was more satisfying and personalized for me, and I enjoyed it better as a result. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I screwed yeah. up a couple of times according to the story, because I remember earning one or two achievements where I said I failed certain uh, aspects of it, but I still liked my choices regardless. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my playthrough wasn't perfect either, I think. There was a couple things that you learn later on that, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But I, I just wanted to, like, do a, a single playthrough, like, no backtracking and just see where my choices took me. I, I, I think that, that was fun for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's yeah. genuine things that I was not expecting. Like, for example, I have gameplay going on right now of the game, and I was not expecting to see, like, somebody else in that house, especially, like, a, a lady in a wheelchair who couldn't talk. So I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, and that's, again, that's within, like, the first 10, 12 minutes of the game. And there's just certain moments that, uh, again, you're not expecting, and they turn out to be will have wider implications to things later on uh again we there's a uh like a little mo motel stop uh with the gameplay that i'm showing right now and i wasn't sure how significant it was gonna be my choices and i'm not gonna spoil anything but there's a lot of outcomes where we're like okay i'm gonna play this safe and i thought i was playing it safe but it ended up being it, it really ended up a lot different than how i thought it was gonna be so no there's a lot of dynamics to this and again it's getting me hooked it's getting me hooked in that way um 
yeah, so far again, I'm in, I'm enjoying As Dusk Falls. Um, now, a lot of people weren't uh, aware of this game, MLD. I mean, I don't think Xbox really promoted it that much. Uh, do you think they could have done maybe a better job at that, or? Um, or is this something that, you know, it's a, it's a smaller title. It's not a budget title by any means, but it's like, it's, it's still a smaller title. Do you think they could have maybe advertised it a little more? No, I, I think so. Um, it, it could use more, uh, I mean, I don't frequent individual gaming sites as much anymore, but I figure they, they should have maybe put some, uh, ad space on those ones, like in general, like, you know, gaming, social media kind of places in general, but I think I think they know that yeah it's a, it's a smaller title it's a niche title I think that maybe could have been a factor in their marketing you want to heavily push um and a more experimental title that won't really resonate with people like you you'll have gamers I'm sure there's core gamers out there that'll take 5 seconds to look at this game's art style and be like no nope, I'm not touching it based purely on how it looks right so I think they maybe know that and I think they're banking on more word of mouth to get this game out there. So, like, I, I made a tweet about this game, like, I just finishing it, get, get, I gave my impressions. And, you know, people talk about it. I, I feel like that's kind of what they're going for, more of like a grassroots word of mouth kind of thing going because of how niche it is and how experimental it is. So uh, that's my take. I think, that, uh, think they have a more uh, stand back and just let it play out kind of thing to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos in the chat, Carlos Alvarado with the 199 Super Chat. Oh, thank you very much, Carlos. He said, wife and I fought over the choices to our story. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, Carlos, just out of curiosity, were you uh, just playing with your wife on the same console, like, as she was, like, watching you play, or were you doing the co-op option? Just out of curiosity. Actually, I'd be curious to see how uh, that worked out. Uh, I'm not doing the co-op on it, but I'd be curious to hear everybody else's experience. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I just want to say, like, at first I was a little bit, like, curious, like, like how is this game multiplayer-based? But apparently you can use your phone or you can use another controller, and you guys essentially fight over what choices to make. Now, I I did solo. My wife, she was watching me for, for a little bit, and she was actually pretty into the story, too, though. But I think she kind of she kind of made a choice to kind of just let this be my playthrough, and I know there's some choices where I made them, and she gives me a kind of a look like, like you sure? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like don't judge me. This is my choice. This is my game. But uh, hey, who knows? Who could return to it? You know, play it together, or she can play it. I could just be her be her uh, sightseeing gamer. But uh, yeah, no, I, I imagine it would be funny. Like two people or more, like arguing, like kind of bickering over which choice to go or. Uh, what was I think there's also vetoes in the game. You can veto someone's uh, choice, but you only have like oh. so many, so many of those to do. But and you can veto a veto, but you only have three vetoes overall. So I again, I didn't do that, but I imagine if you get a group together, it could be more fun, especially if if it's all in person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I could see your wife putting in input on all that. <laughs> <That'd> be... <laughs> oh, that's cool though. Um. Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's a great debate, like, to be able to, ch um, to uh, like, if, if other people are watching or you're playing with somebody else, just to see uh, how everybody re reacts to the uh, the choices that you're making. So, because uh, it's like, you know, like you said, MLD, is like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? Like, there's a li literally points we you could see on, in the gameplay where I'm like, 
hmm, you know, I know I'm going to sound a little more, more stern in the way that I'm approaching this, but it feels like uh, it would be the right thing to do. Or do I want to be more, you know, I just, there's different ways to approach this game. And I, I gotta say, like, uh, I was impressed by the the level of detail and the character models. Uh, the art is beautiful. Uh, there's a nice soundtrack to it. And where it's most important, uh, the story and the, the voice acting, the voice acting makes a big impact. I was just really impressed. I thought they found some really good voice actors for the characters. Granted, I'm still early on, but I was really impressed with uh, with how they did things. Now, let's see here. I'm curious what other guys on the panel think. Uh, Eric Shockley, buddy, I'm not sure if uh, you got a chance to play this uh, as Dusk Falls, but if not, like, do you have any thoughts on it? Have you seen any uh, general reactions from everybody on social media about it? Um, uh, I haven't, um, but I mean, I've heard from people that played it, seem to have enjoyed it. Um, I've definitely was not a huge, like, uh, what do you call it? I probably always butcher the name, uh, butcher the name, uh, t uh Telltale <laughs> Games. Um, I was a big fan of, like, Wolf Among Us, so I'm happy that the uh, sequel for that's coming. Um, but other than that, maybe, like, a little bit of The Walking Dead. Um, I didn't play too much of, like, the kind of, like, point click like stories um i don't know if the the artwork the, i mean it doesn't seem completely off-putting it just seems kind of weird i don't know if i'm fully whereas like the wolf among us had like mm -hmm. vested interest with just kind of its lore and like oh, okay it's a different cool take on this you know story um so i already had something like intrigued where i don't know what this is about which you know, once I play it and get into the story, then, you know, I might, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy it. But yeah, and that's the maybe thing. I'll check it out in the, in the future. But yeah, because like I was saying earlier, Eric, I normally I'm not attracted to these titles like uh, or even titles that are similar, like The Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, the telltale formula, but it's evolved. I think that's a really good comment there, Pyro. But at the same yeah, I'm not usually into those. But I don't know, it it works for me. Um, like again, I'm not saying that I, I'm kind of going back and forth with how I how the animation works in the game, like the uh, uh, the way that the stills play, the still animation. But I think the artwork is gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. There's a lot of detail mm -hmm. to it, and it's uh, to me it's uh, experimental. So I think I, I kind of need to cut it some slack and be a little more open minded. But you know, that's me saying it to myself personally. <laughs> so, um, you know, just give it a chance. And and again, I'm trying this on Game Pass, right? So uh, uh, the barrier to it is uh, non-existent, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's yeah otherwise I probably wouldn't check it out so maybe I will you know I'll give it a go but uh but yeah luckily it's on game pass so mm -hmm. yeah yeah no yeah otherwise I, I I'll admit I'll totally admit I may have skipped it and I'm kind of glad I didn't so and that's coming from me who's not really into these types of games so you know it says a lot for it in my opinion uh, moving on down here mr Centurion. I, I'll admit, I don't know if you got a chance to try this out. I know you were uh, being a little more mellow this week, but do you have any thoughts on this title? 
never tried it. I'm going to be absolutely honest. Um, everybody has their cup of tea. Uh, this game, it's great to see it's getting a very positive reception. I'll probably end up checking it out just from everybody telling me or talking about the game and how great it is. But at this point, I haven't jumped on it just because I have other games that interest me and I'm not it to me. It's just not my cup of tea and I'm not trying to knock it. I'm that's why I just haven't downloaded it yet. I've been listening to you guys talk about it, though. I've been seeing everybody else talk about it. I'm very interested in um, the game eventually. But like I said, I I didn't really want to play it right now. All right, right on. I, I think that's a very fair comment, uh, Centurion. I mean, hey, I, I thought you'd be all on this. Apparently, it's uh, set up in Arizona, too. So, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit of a local game. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's so hot out here. You don't even want to be reminded you live in Arizona. I think MLD would agree with me that it's pretty uh, hot at our end too it seems to be hot everywhere at the moment but uh i like the heat actually so <laughs> i say bring it on um let's see yeah the the winter time i'm not much of a you see it's interesting i like winter sports but i just i don't like winter so oh well i guess that sucks when you live in ontario right it's a conundrum uh let's... you guys have a whole different meaning of cold up there yeah, that's right. You got you oh, think yeah. uh what, 70 Fahrenheit's cold? Oh yeah, I, mean, I love snow and stuff like that, but <laughs> I know like I have I have friends that have moved down here from Canada and when they talk about an entire lake freezing over, that that's a whole nother level of cold. Oh yeah, our country is one of extremes. We have very hot summers and very long and cold winters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting when you see like uh, the waves crash from like Lake Ontario onto everything, and uh, they like everything freezes overnight, and then you got like these elongated like waves that are just like interconnecting with the lake, like from these like lamp posts and stuff and chains attached to the lake. Really, really nice. I mean, I love seeing it, but like when you have to like drive in like winter storms or if there's ice storms and stuff. Yeah, that, that's not cool. <laughs> I'm not into that. Um, so that's why I'm enjoying every bit of summer right now that I can. I, oh, I'm taking in this weather like anything. It's great. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Mo moving on down the list, uh, Mr. Crusader. I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts, too. I'm I'm not sure if this game is your cup of tea necessarily, but uh, I don't know. I've been seeing some good stuff, some uh, decent reactions on social media. Do you have any thoughts on it? So it is not a game that I would instantly gravitate to to play myself. I have a few friends who love this style of game, and typically with this style of game, I just kind of watch them play it while I'm sitting in Discord and they do the screen, the screen share functionality through Discord. Um, I, I have this on my backlog because I've heard a lot of people who I wouldn't have expected to say that they really, really liked the story and it's worth playing. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Slomo is. Slomo Backslap. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he was praising the game on Twitter the other day, and I'm just like, okay, well, maybe I do need to move this farther forward. So I do have it on my backlog. I, it's right now. I'm just not in the mood for this kind of game. Like, like I, I need something with a bit more action right now in my life, 
and so this is on the back burner. I do think I'm going to play this game entirely on the uh, with the cloud touch controls. I want to try it because I've heard it's very very good on the the mobile cloud controls. Because um, it it's not the emulated, from what I understand, it's not the emulated uh, controller. It's like actual touch like touch mechanics. Am I am I wrong in saying that? Um, uh, to be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think Tim I, was using it. I think it has native touch mechanics built in, and oh. I, I would really like to try it playing it with that because it's a game that's kind of perfect for that. Like, and, and you know, th th maybe this is because I, I have insomnia. I don't know, like people on tw who follow me on Twitter probably know that because I tweet at like four in the morning EST time. Um, so this is like a cool game that I could probably play, you know a chapter at night when I can't fall asleep uh, on my mobile phone, you know, all wrapped up in the comforter. So, you know, I have a hard time with the art style, not because of the, like, any individual, like, frame, but because of how, like, almost choppy it moves. Does that make sense? Yes, I know what you're saying. Um, that really, I, I don't know, it, it messes with me and almost makes me feel a little, uh, like, almost motion sick. To a point, mm -hmm. I, like I don't know if motion six the right word, but it, it, it I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest fan of that. I think it would have been better had it been a little bit more like slow and fluid and more stylized, like a comic book, right. like almost straight up, like like a comic book moving panel to panel. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think that would have been better. It's the same art, if if you catch my drift, the art, any individual frame looks gorgeous, right? But like the way it transitions and moves, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I'm not the biggest fan of. I'm with you. Um, like again, I was yeah. saying this before. I totally understand. But at the same time, you know, I have to give Xbox Game Studios credit and the studio. Um, you know, we would always get on them for not taking risks on games. Yeah, no, this is great. And you know, this is yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. Um, like, you know, this is something where I'm like, you know. All right, you know, I'm getting used to it. Um, I, I do like it, but I, I do understand, you know, what you're saying completely. Yeah. But, you know, if this was with, uh, if, if this was published by somebody else, you know, may, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I do appreciate them taking a risk on a title like this. Yeah, you know, because they do, they, this isn't the, I mean, this is the first game that's like this kind of art style. But, you know, they also did like Tell Me Why. That was what 2020, 2019. Yeah. Well, it was 2020, I think. It was 2020. I I I don't remember. I know that because that's like a that's more like Life is Strange, correct? And so like I, yeah. I like that they're doing these style of games because, um, they they they're good for Game Pass. You know, this, this is a good niche genre that they are getting coverage for in Game Pass, and they they tell good stories. They, um, you, you know that they're 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 just very different from what your typical core gamer would would choose, um, and that mm. that's good to have, especially because that that same thing can be said true for like any kind of streaming service out there, right? Like, you can't have all of the same style of content unless you're Disney, um, mm. and that's just how you know what I mean, like. Everyone else has to thrive on on variety, and I, I think that's double the case in gaming, where you know, a like action movie versus like say uh, a, a thriller or something, they're not quite as different. But like with games, 
a, a real-time strategy game versus a game like this versus an FPS versus, like, say, something like Hearthstone. Those are all incredibly different games that play incredibly differently and appease to a totally different style audience. So if they want to get um, as many gamers as they can, they have to do stuff like this versus stuff like Halo versus stuff like Age of Empires versus stuff like Flight Simulator, you know? And so it is. it is very nice to see them reaching out to a bunch of studios and doing a bunch of cool things. I think it's cool that we're getting Pentiment later this year, which is, you know, it's going to be a style of game like Disco Elysium. So, yeah, it, it, this kind of stuff is great. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I, I'm still going to continue playing it. Uh, maybe not tonight. I might get to it tomorrow. But it's a title that, again, I'm, I'm uh, kind of surprised with how much I'm enjoying it so far. It's, again, it's not my my genre usually but I'm, I'm getting into it and i think a lot of people are going to appreciate this and i can understand yep. why they have a title like this as you spoke of crusader just uh again game pass is a big reason for it a lot of people might pass this up but again it's it's a small download size well relatively anyways i think it's like 20 gigabytes around oh, it's that 50. It's 50. oh 50 oh, really? is it I know. I'm surprised too. That's probably so. I'll have to pay attention to it. I'll, I'll listen to it on my soundbar closely. They're probably using like lossless audio and stuff like that. Um, so that because like with a game like this, where do you focus your time on? You focus your time on the art style, and you focus your time on the audio itself. So they're probably using very high quality audio. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. To, to sure. come through with it, and if, if they're using something like a FLAC file. Um, th those file sizes can get huge for even just a few minutes of audio. So th that would be my guess as to why it's so big. Um, does anyone know what the MSRP for this game is in Freedom Units? Um, oh, like how much it costs? Yeah, is it like twenty bucks? Well, oh, here in Canada, here in Canada, it's, it's 30, 30 I think. Okay, yeah. I, I was just I was curious to see what it was what it was priced. Yeah, Canada, yeah. it's about forty bucks. So. I mean, I don't know, like, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, the price, to me, it's it's not so bad. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, it's expensive. Maybe it could be a tiny bit cheaper, but I think it's, I don't know, it's okay for its price it, point. It looks like in Freedom Dollars, it's $30. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, I got, I, got, I got no problem saying it. This, I would not buy the game, like, if it wasn't on Game Pass. But... Game Pass is a thing, and people use Game Pass for a reason. It's pretty popular, so I yeah. So I don't see the I don't see the I don't see the issue of me saying I wouldn't buy it, but I'll play it on Game Pass because it, it's hey, like we know how much it costs. You beat it six hours, done. You just paid for two months of your Game Pass Ultimate right there. Even more of his Game Pass right like regular. I'll so, be fully honest. I wouldn't have bought Guardians of the Galaxy. Same here. I'm I love going it too. to buy it now. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I want a copy of it forever now right. that I played it on Game Pass. Like, yeah. which, is another, which is another thing. But you know, so yeah, here I'm, I'm checking the yeah, it's thirty dollars on the uh, in, in thirty U.S. dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the whole point is that you know Game Pass is you're, it takes you out of your comfort zone. Like you play games you wouldn't normally play because. Again, if you don't like a game, just uninstall it. You didn't spend mm. sixty, seventy dollars for it. You spent what your your monthly sub fifteen dollars. So if you don't like it, done. Boom, uninstall it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think that really that really matters for experimental games like this. 
Yeah, and I gotta say, like, there is a lot of quality to it. I mentioned it before, and that's why I I really don't have a, a problem with the price point. The as Crusader mentioned, the the audio is very crisp, but it's very clear. It's uh, high quality, and the voice actors are very good. The story is interesting, and there's different arcs to it, so there is a lot of replayability. And I just I just think it's fascinating overall. Um, and yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have picked it up if it wasn't for Game Pass itself, not to be a promoter of Game Pass all the time, but, you know, it, it did allow me to check this title out, and, you know, damn, I, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool, and I highly recommend it to people to give it a shot. I'm only about an hour, hour and a half in, something like that, but I think it's worthwhile. I think it's worth your time to check out. Um... Actually, guys, that wasn't the only thing that came out. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels uh, DLC came out as well. Did any guys check out that? Not me. Mm. I hear good things, though. Yeah, I've heard very good things, too. But I, I know um, Xbox on Mooch's show was mm -hmm. raving about it. <laughs> he, he freaking loves Forza, man. Um, uh, that go I, I technically own it, and at some point I will play it. I think I'm going to wait for both DLCs to come out at the same time and then kind of go in and binge what's a second, essentially a second game of Forza Horizon 5. Um, it looks good. I, I saw the intro, and it looked incredible. Looks wacky as all get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't picked it up. Uh, but it looks pretty cool. I saw a lot of people raving about it, and it looks like a gigantic expansion to it. They, all, I don't know what it is about uh, playground games, but they always see to seem to outdo themselves <laughs> with these expansions. I love the personality that they bring to them, and I thought it was a really cool idea to go back to Hot Wheels since it was a very um, memorable experience back with uh, Forza Horizon Three. So. No, I, I mean, I thought they did a really good job. Even the biome looks different. I think there's a couple of different uh, biomes to it, too, like snowy one and so on. Ah, it looks like a good time. Definitely, guys, let me know in the uh, comments uh, if you've been enjoying the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC because it looks like a blast from the video I've been seeing. And like you said, Crusader, yeah, Xbot has been posting a lot of different uh, clips from it. He's been having a really good time. Kudos to him. He's a good guy. Um, however, one other game I did get a chance to check out, I had mentioned this earlier, I was over at a friend's place last night, hadn't seen him in ages, and he had just picked up Stray and uh, for the PlayStation. I think it's going to be coming out on Xbox in a few months. I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's been leaks about it. But anyways, I played on the PlayStation, and I got to admit, I, I was like two hours into it easily, and... At first, I wasn't sure what to think about it, but, uh, you know, this little kitty cat game, you know, you're just kind of walking around. But, you know, as soon as you get to a certain point and there's more open area and there's more interactivity and more puzzles, I don't know, it's, uh, it's actually a very interesting title, I gotta say, I've been liking it. Uh, Crusader, I mean, I know you were talking about it earlier, you played it, in fact, I think you beat it, you said, uh, what was your thoughts on it? I started it at noon today and finished it by four o'clock. Um, I loved it. So I'm a, I'm a cat person. Uh, there, there's just no hiding that. Um, maybe after the show, if you come to check out my Twitter, I'll I'll go round up some pictures of uh Sheldon and Amy, our two cats, um, and post them. Uh, and 
you know, I, I was playing it, and it, it's it uses the controller really well, you know. And I, I'll I I will take an L here. When the PS5 was first coming out, I said that the DualSense controller was going to be a gimmick, and I'll take the L and say that I was flat out wrong. Um, developers are continuing to use it, and they use it really well. And, like, you go up to, like, a scratching post, and you scratch the stuff with the cat, and it feels, you know, it puts the, the, the tension in the triggers, and you, you're, you're scratching along, and you, you hear the, the audio of the, the cat meowing out of the controller, and um, when you, like, lay down to sleep, you can, it, it feels like a cat purring in your hand. I, I love, love, love this title. Um, it, it, it was great. Uh, maybe one day I'll go back and platinum it on PlayStation. Um, I got it through the PlayStation Extra. Um, I am subbed to the whole way through Premium because uh, it wasn't that expensive for me to upgrade my stack because they capped how much... Uh, they, 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 they have some kind of scaling cap so that it's not too much to upgrade a stack. I, I have it the whole way through 2024. Um, so, you know... Uh, also, just kind of like As Dust Falls, that, that might have been a game that I might not have jumped on if it hadn't been put in front of me. Um, I will probably end up, uh, when this leaves the service, I will probably end up buying it. Or if it comes to Xbox, I will get buy it on Xbox. Um, because, yeah, it, it it's it's fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, I, I do recommend checking it out. Like, I... I wasn't expecting very much. Like, I, ever since I first saw it when it first got announced, I was, I was interested, but then I was just kind of going back and forth just with the type of uh, uh, genre it was. I wasn't too sure, but you know what? I kind of like the mystery to it. It's kind of like a thriller. It's it makes you very curious, and the voice acting is very good. So I I do recommend checking it out whenever you got a a free couple hours or something in the afternoon. You know, so. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. Uh, Carlos Alvarado in the chat again with the 199 super chat. Too kind, my friend. Too kind. He says Forza is just on another level. Very impressive. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. And in fact, you know, speak of the devil. Look who popped into the chat, Mister Xbox 448. What's going on, people? He says, buddy, great to see you. Yeah, you know what? We were talking a little bit about the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC. I've been seeing you post a lot of videos about it, brother, and you seem to be really, really excited about it. It look, it looks amazing. Looks like a lot of fun. And knowing Playground Games, they, hey, they put a lot of effort into their expansions, a lot of content there. So I hope you're enjoying yourself. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, yeah, but uh, again, with Stray, I enjoyed it. Um, I may just have to purchase it. I'll admit, I'm kind of curious. There's, um, there is an interesting story there. It uh, kind of leaves a lot of things open for interpretation. And the only thing I'm curious about, though, uh, Crusader, is you know cats. How the heck uh, did they get that uh, little backpack on it? Because cats are a pain in the ass when you put anything on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love how when the backpack gets put on it in the first place, it it's it's crawling around on the ground like something's on its back. Because like if I if I put like a sticky note or something on my cat's back, the cat will do the same thing. Um, you you can look up videos of it. It's it's it they, the way the cat reacts to things in the game is like a real cat in real life. It, it's so mm -hmm. it's so good. Yeah, there is a lot of detail there. I will say that, but it's just if you were to act, if that if it was real life, oh no, you would spend like 
half an hour trying to get the cat to even cooperate with you. Uh, cats are certainly not like dogs. <laughs> cats do their own thing, right? So, but, uh, yeah. Uh, guys, anything else? Uh, like, have, have you guys, uh, like, shock? Uh, have you guys tried uh, Stray? Is it uh, on your radar? Or, like, Centurion, I know you're a cat lover. If it came to Xbox, would you want to give it a go? Um, if you want me to be honest, I'm <laughs> more than Dusk Falls. I've actually been contemplating firing up my PlayStation to go check this game out. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, whether or not it comes to Xbox, I still need to check it out. Um, it has my interest. It has my wife's interest. Um, but that's just because I'm a cat person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm a cat lover. I mean, I'm an all animal lover. I love dogs, cats, you know, you name it. Um, even the little chipmunks, I was taking a walk through a park the other day, and damn, there were a lot of chipmunks, uh, running about, so, uh, cute little suckers, but they make a mess of gardens, uh, no comment there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, guys, um, lots of talk about games there, from As Dusk Falls, uh, a little bit of Stray, and, uh, Hot Wheels DLC, um, Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to try out the Hot Wheels DLC, but I do love me some Forza Horizon, and from what Xbox is saying in the chat, he is having a good time, and others too. Others are enjoying it. Uh, lots of commentary there. Uh, guys, if you just stopped by, remember to smash that like button, and you know what? Uh, share this out. Let everybody know that we are live, because we would love to have as many people here as possible, and we just, you know, we love the interaction that the chat gets. Uh, we love you guys. It's great to have you here. Uh, moving on over to some other news. <clears throat> and something rather interesting has made its way over to the Xbox ecosystem. Earlier this week, Xbox announced that Discord voice chat has made its way to Xbox consoles, helping to streamline audio experiences across the platform. And right now it's available for Xbox insiders, but should be available to everyone in the near future. Uh, let's see. A lot of people seem to be excited for this, uh, including many on the panel. Like when it was announced, uh, it was like a lot. There was a lot of Raven. Now, Crusader Bud, I know you were like you nearly spat out your cornflakes from this announcement. You were excited. I know Shockley no. too. Er mm-hmm. Um. If people go back and look at my Twitter, I was literally begging them to put it on Xbox the night before. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I, and I had no inside information, you know. I, I, I'm big on the, the leaks and rumors subreddit. I want to make it clear. I had no idea this was coming. Like, and that's why I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, please, like, uh, please, uh, you know, we'll lead off with you on this one. What are your thoughts on uh, this new integration between Xbox and Discord? Because, again, like you said, a lot of people, including people who, you know, occasionally hear things you know there was uh nobody was in the know so it was, it was surprising right so what are your thoughts from what i understand a lot of the people who were in the know were um uh they were uh how, how do i say this um under nda mm. because they were testing it um i'm pretty sure because jez had a video up like when it went live and i think he was testing it before it went live if his what he said in the video was to be understood um, and, you know, so th there wasn't a lot of talk on the streets about it, but, um, uh, it's exciting. I mean, some people are confused as to, like, why, uh, as to why Xbox got it before PlayStation when PlayStation announced a partnership, uh, back in, uh, uh, what was it, early this year, right? Or was that even last year? 
Might have been I, last I year. Now that I think about, because remember, might, it was, remember it was there was either like last November or this January or something. Well, remember right? there was those rumors, and I remember we had talked about this on the show. I think it was like last March or April, something around that timeline. Uh, you might remember it. There was talks about Xbox and Discord, like you know, Xbox was were in talks to acquire them, but then things fell through. And then out of nowhere, like a few weeks or Sony invested like three percent, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so what what people have to understand is Microsoft's had a partnership with Discord since twenty eighteen. It's taken four years to get this all to get this going. I mean, we've had a rich presence on the platform since late twenty eighteen, I believe. Um and uh the the discord thing is a really 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 big deal i am in discord with my friends my my friends who like we all went to college together some of us even went to high school together um or like their friends and friends of friends like we're all in this communal discord server that we have and we're in it every day after work sometimes we're even on it like during our lunch breaks and stuff like that right so the fact that i can connect I don't have to have two sets of headphones on anymore. I don't have to be using my phone on speakerphone. And I can be talking and hearing the game volume at the same time. And I got to use Bluetooth to my phone anymore with it, you know, with anything. It's it's great. It's, it's, it's a great feature. I think it's a little clunky for how it, how it's going to have to work where essentially you use your cell phone as a remote to connect to things. I hope eventually they have like a way you can like save specific like servers so that they're like a quick select of like, Hey, I I'm always joining this server. So just let me like connect to it straight from the Xbox. But like, this is so much better than not having it. Like that would just be like a quality of life thing in comparison. Um, and to anyone who who's uh, curious about it, I, I believe that PlayStation will have it within the next eight months as well. Um, this is a big thing that neither one of, like, this is the kind of feature that gets better the more platforms that have it. Um, and it, because it, it benefits the, the whole concept of cross-play, right? That our... We're, it's so ingrained in gamers' minds now that, like, if you're going to boot up Call of Duty, you're going to boot up Minecraft, or you're going to boot up whatever game that you're going to be able to play with whoever you want on any platform, right? Like, I think that is now an expectation that gamers have for basically every company, except for maybe the smaller indie ones that might not be able to afford... Um, to do that kind of networking thing, because that is a big learning curve, because you have to learn the APIs of, like, multiple platforms at once and how they plug into each other and stuff like that. But, you know, for any large game, you know, I think we we all expect it as gamers that it's going to have cross-play so we can play with whoever we want. And for companies, you know, this, to me, I, we've seen, I, I think we'll see an upward trend with, cross-play games where more copies in general are sold because it's no longer the case of, oh, I'm on Xbox and my friend's on PlayStation and this cool multiplayer game came out, but we can't play it together because we're on separate platforms. Well, now you can and now you can communicate together. So everyone wins the more places that have this. So I, I think it hits Xbox now, it hits PlayStation in a few, in a few months, and we are all going to be talking with everyone and it's going to be a very, very, very good time. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just, 
it was a random shocking thing and i think there was a question in chat pyro's asking do we know if the the preview program is only for current gen also the backwards uh gen it is all i believe you can get it on the xbox one as well that's correct i think that i think i read that you you can even in the insider program you can get it on the xbox one you just need to be currently in alpha or alpha skip ahead i think both have it correct shockley um yeah, because I'm in Alpha Skiphead. You're in Alpha yeah, which, Skiphead. It, yeah, they give you this pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm a lowly uh, beta son of a bitch, so I am currently not able to get this awesome functionality that I very much want. <laughs> and it, it, ma it makes me very, very sad. Um, but uh, I... I, 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 I it, it's one of those rare moments where one of my friends beat me in our Discord to Xbox News. And my roommate, uh, it was my college roommate, now he's my roommate um, out, out of college, came down to my office in the basement and just was like, yo, Discord's coming to Xbox. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I went ballistic on Twitter, screaming and celebrating about it. Uh, but yeah, this is a very good thing. Very, very good thing. Be very happy, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, Eric, I mean, I know you were uh, pretty excited about this, too, and uh, you were, like, testing it basically as soon as it got announced. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the Discord integration with uh, Xbox platforms? Yeah, it's pretty dope so far. I know when it first got announced, I saw you guys post it in the chat. Um, at first, when I was reading, reading the newsletter, like, how to set it up i thought it was just like okay not quite understanding when i was like first trying to like link my account and find the setting but once you find that uh once you actually link it because you don't you don't have to do that once um it's pretty seamless um because otherwise i don't know which other way they could really do it at a more convenient basis unless they did it two different ways like basically letting you i guess initiate the chat from your xbox but if you think about how discord works it's already kind of a jumbled mess in the discord app on your pc and your mobile app um already at least it's not very intuitive to use for me personally <laughs> um so them trying discord trying to incorporate that on like the xbox side with just a controller would be kind of you know daunting for them or it just probably wouldn't work that great because you can't just like you know you don't have a touch screen you can't so you're just moving around with the controller so it take you forever to kind of get to where you need to go um so like getting that to work the same unless they had some like weird simplified dumbed down version of it to initiate the chat on the xbox side i could see that but other than that you can literally just go to open up discord like you normally been doing and I think you can initiate it from the PC on the Discord app there as well. But you just go to your normal chat like you normally would do, um, jump into the chat, and then as soon as that, you know, you can see where you can mute yourself or what have you, it'll say transfer audio to Xbox. You just hit that button, transfers over to the, and it automatically pops up on your uh, Xbox screen with a whole, kind of like with the party chat sidebar that normally would come up. It just pops that open for you. Um, so you can just 
you know, see who's in the party pretty much normal, normally like you would do on Xbox for a regular party chat. So it's pretty seamless. And then you can just use your app to just hit transfer uh, audio because it actually, uh, when, it, when it transfers audio to your Xbox, it actually also uh, transfers you to the Xbox app. Um, so like on your phone, it's already dictating control of the uh, Xbox audio to your actual Xbox app in your hand. So you can just hit transfer audio back to Discord and just within a second, it'll go right back to the Discord app, back to the way in case you have to, you know, quickly disconnect the transfer the audio from your uh, Xbox to back to your phone. So in case you got to get up and go, you don't have to like exit the party chat and then re-enter the party chat. It's just a seamless transition. So I think that's why they set it up the way they did. So you can just easily just, if you have to leave or quickly, you know, get up and go, you're not having to, hey, let me back out of the party chat on Xbox. Oh, and then here's, you know, this guy re-entering the party chat and just makes that a kind of a hassle. So I can see kind of why they did it that way. So hopefully they allow you to somehow do initiating a chat, but otherwise it's not that big of an inconvenience. And you definitely get a bigger upgrade quality um, in audio. Um, when I when I first tried it out that day, and I was normally talking in the party chat with some of my friends that are on PC. Um, it was definitely, it was like, oh, okay, this is notably clearer <laughs> um, than regular Xbox party chat. So, and it's nice that if you have Xbox uh, headset, now you have that game audio, Discord audio all into your headset. And then you still have the Bluetooth um, line, you know, freed up now. You don't have to be using your Bluetooth line to link to your phone. And so you kind of have that tied up. So now if you get a call or what have you, you're immediately, you know, taking advantage of that dual, um, that dual audio that, you know, you get with the uh, Xbox headset. That makes it, that's why, that's the main part that I like about it is that immediately if I have to get a call or something like that, I don't have to drop anything, take off my headset and, you know, to, to answer a call, I can just like be talking and, you know, finishing up where I'm playing, get back to uh, mm -hmm. my party chat as soon as I'm done with my call. So, um, but yeah, definitely uh, if you're, it should be coming to, I would assume, would come to beta pretty quickly for Crusader to try out. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, if you're not in those insider, I would just uh, just keep doing those little surveys. I think I did it with the cloud, uh, the Xbox or the uh, X Cloud when they first rolled that out. And I was like, oh shit, you have to be in the alpha <laughs> uh, ring. And I think I was below beta even. So I had some, and it only took me a few weeks just doing the surveys so um i have noticed there haven't been there as many surveys maybe that's just because i'm in the alpha skip ad ring <laughs> lately so it might take a while but hopefully they have i'm I'm sure this will push it out pretty quickly it seems like it's like there i don't think this i know it's still probably still be labeled as a beta for a bit but but it like it seems like it works perfectly so i think they've worked out all the kinks that they really need to so all right all right. Very uh, interesting insight there, Eric. Yeah, I have the Xbox headset, too. I mean, it already has pretty good quality. I'm really happy with it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think, Crusader, you'll be happy with it, too. Uh, really nice headset, by the way. And, like, honestly, for what you're paying, that headset's awesome. Like, for the price point, really, really good headset. 
David Preen did an awesome job with that sucker. <laughs> um, let's see, moving on down here. Uh, Centurion Pal, what do you think of this uh, Xbox and Discord news? I mean, nobody was expecting this, but I mean, hey, it's a nice, um, I want to say added bonus, you know, when we get these kinds of features. But yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on this? What's your take? Is it wrong to say that I wasn't surprised? I mean, we're always seeing the Xbox perks pop up for Discord on their... I actually do not know what the, the Discord Nitro thing is. I'm not going to pretend to know what it is, but you always see um, that perk always popping up in the Ultimate Rewards uh, perk area. And now, obvious, we've even heard uh, rumors in the past that Microsoft has been interested in Discord. And now we're just seeing uh, more integration for Discord into the Xbox uh, system. I'm I'm excited because I hear people like Crusader talking about it. We know that there's a lot of streamers that use Discord. There's a lot of podcasts that use Discord. Um, the fact that Discord is going to start playing a, a bigger role in gaming in general, especially now being integrated on the Xbox, has me totally excited. All right. Yeah, no, and I think you're correct. I mean, you know, should we really be surprised? No, probably not. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of people are just surprised that it came to Xbox first when there was an actual... I guess, announcement or more of an announcement for PlayStation uh, ahead of time. And then, you know, uh, so it just I'm not trying to be mean, mm -hmm. but we all know damn well that PlayStation has basically treated uh, multiplayer as a second class citizen. Well, let's be honest. They, they're not exactly uh, fast. They're kind of slow moving when it comes to changes just to PSN in general, right? So... Right, right, you know, and I'm not trying to be like, you know, shall I say pessimistic, you know, like I'm or be like the Xbox guy. But let's just be frank. If we were to go back and look at the history of both companies from day one, when uh, these programs were started for uh, both PlayStation Network and Xbox Live, we could clearly see a lot more time, effort and just ingenuity put into Xbox Live compared to PlayStation. Like, PlayStation went for um, a very long time without even the capability of being able to change your name. And then we all found out that was because PlayStation did not create the system properly. They made it to where whatever you put in that system was basically your social security number for being on that network, where Xbox made it to where you were assigned a customer ID number and your name was associated with that, but you were able to change your name because we're not messing with the customer ID number. It's just simple engineering tricks like that that completely show that Microsoft was ahead of the game and was not trying to just slap something out in the market just to be the first over the finish line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember when you were changing your name, too, because it was just like, oh, you know, finally I get to change it from McLovin to Centurion. I, I, and, and, like, everybody always wonders why the joke goes to McLovin. Um, th at the time when the PlayStation Network was actually in its infancy, uh, the movie Superbad was in theaters and everybody was loving it. And so everybody was making their PlayStation ID, McLovin this, McLovin that. 
and then literally they are gone 10, 15 years in their adults now, and they're still stuck as McLovin. <laughs> actually, I just made like a random name, but yeah, oh, actually no, that lines up. <laughs> no, actually the McLovin thing lines right up with it. Actually, if you that's why the running joke is, you know, it's like, hey, people grow up, they want to change their name, and you know, when you have all your games and DLC and all the other stuff that you've put your hard-earned money tied into McLovin, you know, it's kind of hard to just want to walk away from that account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, hip-hop gangster uh, leprechaun fellow, you. Tisk, tisk. Yeah, no, actually, Superbad's a good movie. I, I need to rewatch it again. Love that movie. Um, let's see. Moving on down the list here, General MLD, buddy. I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this Xbox and Discord integration. I mean, it seemed to have caught everybody by surprise, but... I mean, as Centurion was saying, like, I mean, really, should we be surprised considering Xbox is kind of like, you know, really heavily invested into integrating a lot of things into their ecosystem nowadays? Like, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Like, um, I mean, it is surprising that there were no leaks for this and they got they had this under pretty tight wraps. So, I mean, hey, props to them for that. But yeah, Centurion, he said it pretty nice, but uh, I think I'll go a step further and just say, Xbox software engineers, they make PlayStation software engineers look like interns. That's how much of a wide gap it is. And, and especially looking at, at the beginnings of Xbox Live versus uh, PSN. And um, yeah, I mean, they, they've had a Discord partnership for a long time. I mean, like they've been working together for some time. And it's funny, like earlier in the year, or was it was it last year, you guys said it before, when PlayStation had their announcement for this, everyone talked it up. You know, the fanboys, they're, they're, they're like pointing and laughing. Meanwhile, we just get it first uh, all of a sudden. And now everyone's starting to walk it back saying it's no big deal. It is definitely a big deal that Xbox gets it first. Because, I mean, I remember back in the day, headsets, um, like people use, I think people use headsets a lot more in the 360 days compared to now. I feel like now Discord, Discord's the future. Like that, that's where it's heading, I think. And the closer you integrate that with your console gaming, like I think that's that's just where where the, the industry's heading. And good on Xbox for capitalizing on this, making it easier for their gamers to, you know, chat. Like see like uh when Warhammer Dark Tide uh Dark uh, Tide comes out. Yeah, we're, we might be playing it together on Discord. I I, I can see us doing that. Oh, yeah. Like if one of us is on PC and one, some of us are on Xbox, we can chat via Discord, no problem. And uh, I can see us having a good time with that. So, hey, not, nothing but good news here. I'm glad Xbox uh, was on top of this. Yeah, which by the way, guys, we are so doing a, a, a party for that and just like going nuts with uh, Dark Tide when it comes out in September. We are going nuts. So, yeah. Um, and I know a bunch of guys here are excited for it. So, uh, I mean, obviously me being the 40k guy, but I know a bunch of you guys are excited for it. And I know a lot of people in the chat are excited for it too. I know I'm pumped. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. Uh, this Xbox, uh, Discord integration. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's just, you know, a chat sounds so simple, but I mean, uh, it's crisp audio, and again, you can talk to people across, like, technically across different platforms, and it makes a big difference. It's a big deal. And the newer Xbox headsets really, really benefit from it. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's cool, and I hope more people get to uh, try it out, including myself. Uh, I wouldn't mind checking it out soon. So hopefully it does. It, they said it's uh, going to be pretty soon, that it uh, 
gets released to everybody. So, you know, hopefully uh, soon means like within a week or so. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, guys, uh, why don't we move on to our last topic for tonight? <clears throat> and it seems like Platinum Games just... They keep on popping up over the last few months for whatever reason. Uh, there's been different stories. And according to a source, uh, you know, a bunch of people in the Xbox uh, Twitter might know him. Uh, Extrasis, I think I'm saying his name correctly. You, you, you guys probably know who I'm talking about. He was a source behind some of the preview leaks uh, that came to f uh, fruition for... Uh, what was it? Uh, Death Stranding, if I'm not mistaken. So he has a bit of a track record with some uh, some things. And Platinum Games, apparently, according to him, has approached Xbox to publish and finance their next game. Though, and I have to preface this, it's not known yet if Xbox have agreed to fund it or not. Which, you know, I'll admit, this is all quite interesting, give, interesting given the recent history between them. Now, Centurion, my cyber sleuth friend, uh, what are some of your thoughts on this one? Like, do you think Platinum uh, would hit up Xbox for their next big game? Because, you know, again, we were talking about them not too long ago, and uh, they were like, yes, Phil, Xbox, Microsoft, please work with us. <laughs> What's your take? Centurion, if you're there, you're muted. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We had a package show up at the door. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh my god. Sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> no worries, bud. I sent you the package. Oh <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah, the platinum game thing. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting uh outcome for Microsoft. Um I've been reading a lot about this. I mean, we've been seeing stuff go back all the way back to, I think it was like February or March that Platinum Games reached out to Microsoft or at least made it known to Microsoft that they wanted to finish Scalebound. Um, and now it's really interesting. We're starting to see these rumors about Platinum Games approaching Microsoft to help them publish their, their next game. Yeah, God, I mean, like, I'm very curious. Did, like, are they really just trying to like bury the hatchet and say, sorry, because you know, I'm just going to be blunt. Uh, they took Xbox's money and they completely did other things with it. And they left Scalebound in a very horrible situation. Uh, this is one of the reasons why, uh, Microsoft's approach to, uh, hands off on game development with their, uh, with their developers. Um, is always criticized because of Scalebound and the hype that surrounded Scalebound. Um, and in my mind, at least, this is only in my opinion, at least if by some chance Platinum Games is not trying to create something completely new because there's all these different things floating around the internet about them wanting to work on this game and that game and they wanting their next game wanting to be a live service game. If by some chance one of these projects is Scalebound, the only thing that I can think of in my head is that somewhere in Platinum Games, somebody went behind the scenes and worked on Scalebound without pretty much Microsoft's permission, and somebody went over to Microsoft and was like, hey we had so-and-so start working on it a little bit, and we feel that with today's technology, with the... um the NVMe drives and the velocity architecture 
that we really feel that we can get this game off of the ground. Um, we all remember, um, I think it was even Phil Spencer's comments talking about how when he went to go to Platinum Games and he saw the state that the game was in and that it was actually a very big buggy mess and it was not up to the quality standards that he wanted. And we all know at the time that Phil Spencer had just started taking over the Xbox uh, games, to, uh, the Xbox brand. Um, and I don't even think he was fully integrated as the as the guy. I think he still had to answer to a few few people. Um, and because of the lack of money and resources that were at least available to them, I, we all know he canceled Scalebound. I'm really very looking forward to, by some chance, if, if this IP is getting re resurrected or at the very least, um, Platinum Games is able to basically kind of uh, heal a little bit of a bruised, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, partnership. <laughs> well, I want to say more like a bruised partnership. I mean, like, imagine yeah. handing somebody, you know, even like, let's just talk about the average person. Imagine handing a friend 500 bucks with them be like hey with this 500 bucks i need you to do you know x you know x y and z and you find out they're over here doing h f g l just completely doing com not what you expected them to do with the money and when you go talk to them it's like well we don't have any more money and this is all i got and that's where i mean it really looks bad on a business level that you said that you could create a product and you went off and worked on other products and didn't have not much to show for that. Um, so there's a lot of criticism that I can at least send to Platinum Games because, you know, at least in my industry, I wouldn't want to do that to one of the people I'm in partnership with. I wouldn't want to rub them the wrong way. And, you know, we're talking about a pretty big titan like Microsoft. So, hey if they're really wanting to go down this road, the only thing I could really give them as some advice is like, Hey, um, don't F this up this time. Otherwise I don't really see you kind of, you know, being like a developer for at least for Microsoft games in the long run, if you're going to mess up again. Vader? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. sorry. I guess I muted myself by accident. Oops. But uh, Platinum Games have uh, they've had kind of an interesting track record over the past couple of years. Um, I guess starting in okay, so they canceled Scalebound or Xbox did in early like January 2017, but then they went to do ga games like Near Automata and Astral Chain, which saw a lot of praise on uh, for both games now that i think about it a lot of people seem to like it uh even journalists seem to really like uh it, it, it was getting a lot of different they were both getting a lot of different awards uh the wonderful 101 remastered i think that did okay as well however uh bayonetta 3 kept getting delayed and delayed and nobody heard about it up until recently it's gonna it's supposed to come out in october and uh, Babylon's Fall came out earlier this year, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been having a pretty rocky. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's well, rocky to say the least, right? Like it's Babylon's Fall is one of those games that you could say has uh, basically um, 
made the mm-hmm. made platinum games uh, a little bit more. God, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm at a loss for words today. Grounded, uh, humbled. They, they, it's actually humbled them. There's yeah. the word. It's humbled them for sure. Like blame Square. You blame Square. <laughs> I blame. Well, all right, all right, look, Square managed to put out within like 16 months both Babylon's Fall. You know, they published that, and they released a Balan Wonderworld. So, like, mm, yeah, you know, you, you look at Squ- what Square Enix has done, and outside of Final Fantasy in the last two years, it's been pretty not great, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and maybe Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. Um, I blame Square for Babylon's Fall, because the original, what what Babylon's Fall originally looked like from, like, the first trailers before it became a live service, it looked decent right wasn't a game for me necessarily but it looked good you know and then they announced it was a live service game and it just everyone's hype fell off a cliff if i recall correctly mm-hmm. yeah no it uh i don't think anybody's playing it right now maybe like it was pretty bad like i saw some of the screenshots for what was it steam activity alone and I'm it was right now yeah please do it was pretty yeah. bad it was pretty bad a few uh, a few weeks ago, from what I understand. But uh, I don't know, guys. I mean, I wonder if Xbox would go to them and be like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, we would love to work with you again, but you know, uh, we worked with you on Scalebound, and uh, I don't know if we trust you enough. Like, I don't know. Do you think that uh, they'd make a, a little bit of a grander offer to them and be like?" Hey, uh, you finish Scalebound, and uh, you know uh, we'll give you the money, but you gotta finish Scalebound, and uh, you know we get uh, first dibs and uh, you know the rights to your uh, new IP. So, you see, I bring up Scalebound so much because I mean I I don't like beating a dead horse, but at the same time I just thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool concept, not so much because I really like platinum games. I mean, they, they did make some pretty cool games, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really, really love Vanquish. And when they put their minds to it, they make some really entertaining games. But it just, Scalebound, it really caught my eye. Uh, it was rough around the edges for sure, especially the frame rate. But it just, I don't know, there was just something about it that I thought was cool. Um... Like, MLD, buddy, what do you think about this uh, rumor being brought to us? I mean, it does seem to have some teeth to it, judging by the uh, the person who's supplying it. Um, I don't know, do you think Xbox would, uh, like, Microsoft Game Studios want to work with Platinum again? Or, like, I don't know, do you think they turn them down? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I got mixed feelings on this. Like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. They clearly see... Like, you know, with all the acquisitions, that the Xbox, they're getting the full financial might of Microsoft backing them. And their investment in gaming is, like, unprecedented. So I think they want a piece of that action. Like, Xbox publishing, I'm sure, is going to be more busy than they ever were. So I don't blame them for wanting a, for wanting a crack at that. But then again, I'm thinking of, of, like, you know, fool me once, shame on, uh, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Like, it, I feel like they got to put them on a tighter leash of anything. They need like a, I mean, they got a hands-off approach usually, but the, with these guys, I think you need a hands-on approach. You really got to look at the books and see what they're doing and get frequent uh, progress updates if they w- would say yes to it. Because, uh, I don't know, my, my gut's telling me, say no, don't do it. They'll burn you again. 
but Parmi is also saying Xbox they're they're selling more in Japan than they ever than they ever were. I think I think certainly more than Xbox One. They need all the Japanese content they can get, especially if it's exclusive. So I think for that, maybe just uh, you know swallow your pride if you got burned. I know, but maybe swallow your pride this one time and just you know keep the eyes on the prize. If you want to grow in Japan, you need the content and platinum games like. They're literally putting themselves on a silver platter, like ready for you, like giving themselves to you to use. Like maybe just, yeah, maybe just in that regard, just do it, go ahead with it. Again, just uh, draw up a specific contract, put them on a tighter leash, make sure you're going to get what you paid for. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I, yeah, not, not I'm thinking about it. I think, yeah, just do that. Say yes. Be very careful, be very cautious, but if you want to grow the Xbox brand, especially in Japan and Asia in general, yeah, you got you got to do it. If these guys are a potential partner, just yeah, just do it and figure it out from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember a couple of months ago, like I was saying earlier, uh, you had some of the uh, like more notable uh, personnel from Platinum Games saying, "Oh, please work with us again, Phil. Please work with us, Xbox." Like it was almost like they were courting them already. And now, yeah, yeah. I was gonna the, say, the Latin fact, Games is like that sure. ex-boyfriend showing up at your house with flowers and candy and everything, oh trying God, to yeah. get, trying to get back. Yeah, you know, the way I see this is, look, Microsoft's in the Game Pass business right now, right? With 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 Xbox, I think that's fair to say, right? They're they're not necessarily like Game Pass is their core focus. It's it is their biggest absolute focus, right? Like everything else, like is, is like a, a channel. Uh, to either receive Game Pass or to feed into Game Pass, right? And the way I see it is they, they need more Japanese developers on board. They need more developers in general on board. So if they can get Platinum Games on board, it's been five years since Scalebound was canceled, right? In corporate years, that's an eternity, you know? That no company holds grudges against another company for that long let's just move on we're gonna make money together let's let's try and make money together again um and platinum games i don't know if you guys saw this it was about four days ago they they announced um uh a bunch of expansion stuff yes yes in, uh, in fact they got uh, didn't they hire someone on that was from nintendo as well they did they hired a former nintendo executive uh i will i'm gonna scroll through the the, the list of stuff. They announced that they have a new in-house IP that they are self-publishing. They announced that they are going to be moving up to... They, they want to have more than 1,000 employees uh, employed across their studios uh, over the next few years, and, and that includes opening new studios. To put that in perspective, they currently have about 300 employees. Um, so they, they want to more than double, like, or more than triple their size, right? They, they want to go from 300 to over 1,000. Um, they are working on multiple unannounced games for other publishers currently that are in multiple stages of development. Some are small, some are large. The, the, and those are current projects. So, like, they are working with other publishers that are unannounced. So, like, this does line up. Um, they hired, uh, yes, they hired a former Nintendo executive to be head of their publishing division because they also want to publish, um... I would probably guess double A and indie games as well as their own games. Um, 
and they had their one game is Project GG, and it's going to be self-published. Um, Tencent Investment is helping them scale up. Yeah, so would they have pitched something to Microsoft? Absolutely. I think they're probably pitching to everyone right now, right? And I think based on, you know, let's look at what the community has been demanding from Microsoft, right? We've been demanding more family-friendly games like Banjo-Kazooie, more um, uh, Japanese games, right? Because there is there there has been, and it's been getting a lot better with like Persona coming and stuff, but there's been a distinct mm-hmm. lack of Japanese games on Xbox in recent years. Um, and uh, there's one other big category that I... Uh, oh, the, the, the third-person action-adventure style. And this kind of gets those last two things because to an extent, you would expect Platinum Games to probably be making some kind of like third-person action-y game. You know, like that that's basically what they're known for. The different genres of it, like hack and slash to JRPG to just straight action adventure. But you know, like like you you expect that third person style, so you can kinda get two birds with one stone there. So I I think it's so far removed from the scale bound era. You know, we bring it up all the time because it it was a it's stupid and dumb that it happened, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think that um that we're we're so far removed from that, they they want to work together again. Of course, like MLD said, you just have a stricter contract this time, and I think that's a no brainer. Um, and you get something done. Uh, I, I think it's a, a no brainer for everyone involved to have uh, a deal like this again with more oversight than than last, because you know it, if if they if Phil doesn't have more oversight this time then that's just bad decision making you know but working with them again i would say is not a bad decision i'd say it's a very good one just Mm -hmm. be safe about it not dumb Mm -hmm. and i agree i i do agree with your perspective on that one thing that i would add to that as well is that you know xbox has had uh, a rocky relationship with uh a whole bunch of developers. I mean, again, they're not the only uh, publisher, too. They all have uh, their own stories, right, with other developers. Xbox, uh, especially over the last, okay, maybe two generations, uh, they burnt a lot of bridges. I remember Obsidian was one of them. They had canceled a game that was pretty far along. Obsidian didn't like uh, dealing with Microsoft for a while. And you know what? They patched things up. And uh, there's been a few developers like that as well that have came back to Xbox into the fold. I think even uh, uh, Double Fine as well. I think they had issues with Microsoft because originally with Psychonauts, right? They they canceled this game. Well, basically, they said, hey, find a new publisher for, uh, what was it? Uh, Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah, the first one. And then Majestico picked it up. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. That's a good one right there. Um, it's business. There's no feelings in business, just money. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what it is, honestly. And that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, as much as I mean, okay, yes, the platinum games thing and Scalebound, it was, it was a big one, no doubt, and uh, probably one of the larger ones out of all of them that uh, you know, I mean, happened in recent years. 
but at the same time, again, they, they, they seem to be mending relationships as time goes by. Time heals all wounds, even in business. And like you said, business is business, right? Eventually, you know, there's going to be a circumstance where, you know, either it forces them, you know, like there are situations where, yeah, they can uh, coalesce back together to work on it, especially if the money is there, right? So. Well, yeah. Who knows how many games have been canceled behind the scenes that were never announced? Like, who knows how many, like, pitches there that that have happened and have gone by the wayside you know we we don't know this just so happened to be one that was further in development and you know platinum screwed up microsoft screwed up it, it you know it, it is what it is it, we we see games collapse all the time you know um that prince of persia game from ubisoft looks like it's <sighs> never gonna freaking come out right yeah well um yeah well it, yeah <laughs> stuff collapse stuff collapses all the time it's not they just got to pick up move on make some changes to their deal to their deals make some changes within platinum which seemed to have happened um and just do good business together again mm -hmm. yeah i mean i get i would not be surprised if uh <laughs> this turned into an acquisition down the line to be honest with you i like i know i'm kind of grasping at things right now but Knowing how uh, Xbox Game Studios and Microsoft has been and what they've been looking for to try to attract, like you were talking about, Crusader, it's just, I don't know, there's a lot of things that kind of coalesce here that I, know, I wouldn't be surprised. And we see, yeah, I mean, Platinum just keeps coming up in relationship to Microsoft with all kinds of different news. So, yeah, interesting situation regardless. Um, like, Eric, Eric, but I know you chimed in a bit there, but, I mean, overall, what are your thoughts on, like, this whole situation with this Platinum rumor? Like, I don't know, could you see, like, again, Platinum, I mean, we, we know that, you know, studios go to publishers all the time about games uh, and whatnot, but do you think that, uh, again, they go to Microsoft and be like, hey, you know, you want to fund our next game? Yeah, I mean, I think... As people have pointed out on the panel here, um, you see Microsoft handing out all this cash to all these other small, you know, mid-sized, big, you know, AAA developers. So they're, you know, if they're looking for, and I'm sure they are, they're looking for uh, funding for their projects. The one with the most money <laughs> and the one that's throwing out a lot of it, probably the um, most frequently throwing it out too. Um is you know microsoft who they did you know have a rocky relationship with but uh i mean i think they also took a lot of onus on themselves because at the time they were doing a lot of projects and yeah near automata turned out great um but snow you know uh scalebound got canceled and many people i remember watching the giant bomb uh e3 the last e3 right before it got canceled they're like yeah i don't think this looks really good <laughs> Because uh, it was super choppy. Um, and that was supposed to come out like a few months later at the beginning of the year. Um, and then you had, I think they're working on that TMT game, uh, which I was hyped for. I never actually went back and played it because the reviews looked pretty bad. So I just, I was like, well, I'm not going to put $50 on it. Maybe I'll wait down the line. So maybe I'll go and check it out one day. But um, I know that definitely got uh, some pretty poor reviews so i'm not sure how it well it turned out but uh you know as, as far as out of those three they hit they nailed it with one got pretty poor showing you know at least uh 
from the critics on one of the games and then the other one's canceled. So that's not a great track record. So obviously it wasn't, you know, there's probably more leaning on the platinum side than it was on the uh, Microsoft side, because I'm sure they were funding and you could see it from um, like how grand they were going for it. Maybe, maybe that was just too big of a ambition to take on. But uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're probably getting quite a bit of funding to, you know, make that game run. I think it was running on Unreal at the time. Um, I'm pretty sure Microsoft was handing out quite a bit of, you know, money to get it finished. Heck, at that time they were, you know, paying uh, decent high-level actors to make a TV show for, you know, Quantum Break. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure they weren't uh, shying away from because that deal would have been signed early on before, uh, like Satya came in. Um, so I'm sure they were handing out, you know, pretty good checks at least. Uh, that's that was their line of business back then, you know, paying off uh, third parties for exclusive versus investing um, in their own first party. Um, but you know, I'm sure, like we pointed out before, that the you know it's been quite a long time. So, um, and they've and it seems like from what they've said in the public and they're like, Hey, you know, we definitely want to, you know, work with you guys again. So, and they, and a lot of it wasn't probably under back then, uh, under Phil's like decision entirely because he was under the windows division. Um, so I'm sure they were probably, you know, hamstrung on how much they could, um, how much of their budget they could like, Hey, you have this amount, you know, here's what you can choose to do with it. And at that time, it was like, do we keep sinking money into this? And because lately, it's been not looking good. So if they're not getting results there, they got to make a decision. Whether that was the right one to make, you know, we'll never know. But I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard to say when you're you're not fully in charge. When you, yeah, he's like the head of Xbox, but <laughs> he's also, you know, answering to Nyerson, not Satya at that time. So had had it been, you know, a game that was supposed to come out maybe 2018, maybe it would have lived on because, you know, Phil would have been a little bit more in control. And, you know, we saw what happened as soon as he got that promotion in 2017. He went on like a freaking, you know, uh, cash, you know, spend, uh, spending spree, buying up multiple devs um, and just doing their fastest first party investment they've ever done, <laughs> you know, taking Obsidian Ninja Theory. It was like, okay, this is, you know, this is definitely unheard of. We've never seen this in gaming where someone just like, okay, I'm just buying up all these publishers to make them first party. Um, so, like, why they didn't do that during the 360 gen, we'll never know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking there's probably some, you know, mutual respect, mutual, you know, admiration of, you know, their talents. Hideki Kamiya is, you know, he... Did Resident Evil 2, he's, he's made other, you know, great mm -hmm. games with near with the near series. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of talent there. So if they can uh, amend and make a deal, um, it'll be cool to see what turns what uh you know what comes from it. So agreed. I again I would not be surprised if this had has broader implications down the line. But again, we don't know. These are this is just speculation on our part. I would like to see something come to fruition here, but Time will tell. Anybody else have uh, anything to add to this before uh, we close things off? All right. I got 
one brief thing to mention right before we close things off. Of course. Um, just so everyone's aware, pay attention to Jeff Grubb's podcast tomorrow. He just nonchalantly on a Sunday morning just flat out said he's going to be talking about a Black Panther video game tomorrow. No idea who's making it. I I think it's a- Amy Henning's studio at a uh, Skydance because uh, we know they have she has a Marvel game in development. But he said he's going to be talking about it tomorrow at eleven a.m. EST. So be ready for some uh, some news on that from Mister Grubster. Well, that would be uh. A giant, uh, you know, good timing, right? Considering, didn't they announce uh, a whole bunch of uh, new movies and TV shows upcoming in the next two years? Yeah, they announced um, most of Phase 5 and a few pieces of Phase 6 for the MCU. And the first trailer for uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, came out and looked awesome. I don't know if anyone else on the panel saw the Marvel news. I so who's... Who's who's in that? Is it just like following his like sister, or it's it basically most of the cast of the first Black Panther movie are in it, uh, but it's centered around he died. I guess they'll explain like in in the universe he died. Because um, I just don't understand Robert why they Roseman didn't. Died. Um, yeah, I don't know why they didn't just like recast him. They've done it multiple times, so I. Just doesn't or, I think it was because of how iconic he was as the character. Because, like, the characters that they've recast are arguably, like, Rhodey was a minor character in yeah. Iron Man 1, and the Hulk movie was bad. Um, so, you know, th- those recasts didn't matter. He was so big and everyone loved him. I, I feel that instead of, quote, recasting him, they're just making another person take up the mantle of Black Panther, which happens in the comics. Every character, you know, every yeah. hero, there's it's, another hero that takes up the it's mantle. It's just odd. We've seen that, that he has... I was just, Sorry, Shock. I was just going to say... They oh, have no, to pay, he's a great... Uh, he was a great actor. Um, Forgive me, his name eludes me. We all know I'm bad with name. Chadwick? Yeah, he, yeah. Ch- yeah Chadwick Boseman. He was a great actor, Um, a very courageous actor for doing everything he did with the conditions that he had. And I just really feel that it, it almost um, is like it would be a disservice just to be like, oh, you're replaceable. I, I like the fact that they're using the bl- the the Black Panther universe on the fact that the Black Panther is a mantle that gets passed on to um, other people, uh, part of their world. And that's where I, I got excited in hearing that they're not just recasting him. Yeah, uh, I I agree with uh um centurion there i because I, I mean they're gonna they're like there's gonna be a scene that's gonna make me ball like a child in theater because we know there's gonna be a funeral procession in it and lord knows i'm gonna ball like a child when i see it um i guess the best way to relate it is you know like we're all at our jobs and you know like we've all heard it at or at one employer or another you're replaceable at least Chadwick Boseman is not being represented as, oh, he was replaceable. You know, mm-hmm. that's where, yeah, at least that's where my mind goes to it. Yeah, and, it, and it's not like, you know, they had like a contractual dispute or a falling out. Like, he passed away. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have been Black Panther forever, you know? Just like, you know, we're going to have Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil forever. He's in like eight things now as Daredevil. Yeah. Um, I just think it makes it kind of like you probably would have had a better movie had you actually kept the character maybe like, i mean we'll, we'll end up I, I, that 
that could be the case. We'll end up seeing Because I don't know who's carrying out. that movie. Because I probably won't see it at um, this point. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm excited for Namor. Because Namor's the villain of it. The the king of Atlantis okay. in the Marvel universe. Um, yeah. So I'm just I'm thinking really, of like on who's, the, who's our protagonist, who who's actually going to be able um, to carry that movie, like Chadwick. Was I like... think it's going to be uh I can't I don't know the actor's name, but he plays Mbaku. The um. Oh uh, okay, he, yeah, gotcha. He, yeah, yeah. I, he was I, in I the think house, it's yeah. either going to end up being him or Shuri, uh, taking up the mantle. I'm not sure which. Shuri See, I think sister. a lot of people are going to wait for Disney Plus for that. Um, like, like if you don't have a face, like or like someone that I think we'll really know more carry it by the time the second trailer comes out. That movie's not coming out till November. Right? They, they, yeah. The only reason we got a trailer now was it was San Diego Comic Con. Perfect um, casting if they got him to you know do it. John David Washington, like they people even were putting him more. like his face like on and you know having like the uh, same facial, same facial hair and everything. Like he looks pretty close to Chadwick um, and he's a great actor. So it's like, like he could then carry it. So we could actually watch the black sure. Panther character. Cause that's what we go to see. He's like that character, not like, Hey, it's, it's like watching captain America, like with Chris Evans. And then you were like, cool. We'll watch, you know, Falcon and winter soldier, but we'll watch that on, you know, Disney plus <laughs> like probably no one's seeing it. Just a movie with, those two characters and not Captain America. So even though they kind of say, hey, Captain America's like transferring to somebody else, it's like, but not really. <laughs> I mean, personally, I'm just kind of marveled out at this point. I mean, I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, guys. I, like, it's cool if you like that. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. I'm just like me personally. I'm just kind of, I don't know. Like the content it kind there. of feels like it's getting lower budget. Not that it's, you know, literally lower budget, but it just feels like, we're not to that premium like tier level that I, we were just like <laughs> i just feel so, like i feel like they're putting out so much stuff now that the quality is going down personally and you and i even with the star wars stuff too and they're just announcing like stuff after stuff after stuff and i, I don't know i just it to me like they should just focus on a couple of things like and that's that but I mean, then then again, what do I know? But that's just how I feel overall, anyways. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys, I think uh, thanks for also bringing that up, Crusader. Good chat there. Um. But yeah, I think uh, we will. Uh, we've covered just about everything that we can for the night. Uh, good job from everyone on the panel as we covered as dusk falls. A uh, few other games, of course. Discord chat coming to Xbox. Platinum game rumors and some other stuff intertwined in there. And to all of our listeners, it was awesome, as always, having you tuning in. And if you enjoyed our chat tonight, then hey, please consider dropping a like, subbing to the channel, and leaving a comment after the show, as we do enjoy your feedback, whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, with that said, let's go over to the outros, uh, starting off with uh centurion buddy hey you had some really cool insights tonight where can all these fine people follow you at oh thanks everybody for being here everyone in the chat um also thank you gentlemen it was another great sunday night conversation for uh xbox and gaming in general uh for those interested in finding me you can locate me at centurion 1307 on youtube twitter and xbox live 
You can also find me here every Sunday night on the TXR podcast with this amazing group of gentlemen that put up with me. And you can also find me over on Gaming Beyond the Box with the one and only Mr. Wilmy Hood and his great crew over there. Um, and yes, um, it is only a couple weeks now before we will be able to announce when that is returning. Good stuff. Again, looking forward to that. Great crew there. Um, moving on over. Eric Shockley, my friend. Hey, I thought you had some really good points tonight as well. But then again, you usually always have an awesome show, no doubt. Uh, well, yeah, where can uh, everybody uh, follow you at? Yeah, as always, you can uh, find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live and Discord. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thanks for stopping by. Good show tonight. Mm. Later. Well said, short and sweet. Uh, moving on here, General MLD Pal. Again, hey, you had some wonderful thoughts, highlights, uh, commentary. I mean, where to begin? You Really good show, really good show. Uh, where can everybody follow you, pal? Thank you, thank you. You guys can find me on Twitter at MLDGhost. Gamer tag is GhostMLD. You can always message me, catch me playing this and that. But yeah, great show, guys, and looking forward to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And who else do we got here? Oh, yeah, Crusader, buddy. Hey, uh, again, I thought you had some really good stuff, like the other gentlemen on the panel. Um, yeah, great commentary. Uh, where can all these wonderful people that tuned in, where can they find you at? Yeah, you can find me at Crusader3456 on basically every platform where gaming and gaming discussions happen. Um... I think the only place where I'm not Crusader three four five six is Steam, where I'm Crusader Lord of the Realm. If you can, if anyone in chat can tell me what that's a reference to, I am your best friend. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, gonna have uh, some good stuff coming up uh, probably later in August. For um, gonna have some mega threads for some cool stuff. So it's a little little tease. Ooh, well, we certainly love your teases. You put a lot of effort into those threads. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, it, guys, you got to follow this guy. He puts a lot of effort into those uh, threads. Collects a lot of good info. You know, kind of shrinks things down for everybody. So uh, definitely give him a follow. And uh, all right, just to close off the group, you can, you all can find my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming. Also, check me out on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. I really enjoyed all the thoughts and commentary tonight, and I'm already looking forward to the next one next Sunday night. Have a fantastic night, everyone. See you later. <laughs>